Hello, welcome to Time with Piers. I bring you a very short, encouraging word to keep you going. Now, in Exodus chapter 33, when you read from verse 18, there was a discourse between Moses and God. Moses' desire was to see God. Moses' desire was to see the glory of God. But God told Moses that no man, no mortal being can see God's glory and live. But there's a place by me that I will hide you and my glory will pass. And when it passes, then I'll take up my hand so that you can see. Now, seeing God amounts to death, dying. But God said, I can make provision for you to see me. I can make provision for you to see me. And after seeing me, you won't die, but you will still live. Oh, Jesus. Meaning that, irrespective of whatsoever that is killing people, there is provision that can be made for you to live. So all through the Bible, we saw God hiding people in the cleft of the rock hiding people in places that death could not touch them now for Noah and his family God hid them in the ark that though thousands all around him died ten thousand fell most Noah and his family didn't die they were sustained they were kept alive oh jesus god is able to sustain you and the god who has kept you to this far he will keep you to the end of your days can i tell you that you will not die before your time can i tell you that nothing that concerning you shall be touched because the god you are serving he has a place by him. So Moses now tells us in Psalm 91, He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High, there's a secret place, there's a place, shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Once you are hidden in the cleft of the rock, once you abide under the shadow of the Almighty, no terror, no arrow can touch you, either by day or by night. You are covered. You are protected. I declare over you that you are hiding in the cliff of the rock. That nothing, no fire, no virus, no disease shall touch you. No disease shall touch your spouse. No virus shall touch your children. Your going out is blessed and your coming in is blessed. In the name of Jesus, you are covered. You are protected because God himself is hiding you in the cleft of the rock. Oh, Jesus, Sardimia, no evil shall come near you. No evil shall touch you because God is keeping you in the name of Jesus. Say, I am kept. Say, I am kept in the cleft of the rock. And because I am hidden in the cleft of the rock, no evil shall come near me. Nothing shall touch me. I am protected. I'm protected even as God showed Moses life instead of death. 
even as God kept Moses from dying, so God is keeping you from dying in the name of Jesus. You will be kept even after this. We will see you alive. We will see you alive. You will not die, but you will live to declare the works of the Lord. No, you will be part of the people who will be alive to testify of the goodness of the Lord at the other side of the bridge. You will cross it because there's a mighty hand of God upon you that is covering you. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and they are saved. Can you say to yourself, I'm saved, I'm covered in Jesus' name. Now, if you don't know Jesus, it is a right time to give your life to him. Say, Lord Jesus, I come to you just as I am. Hide me in the cliff of the rock. Protect me, cover me. In Jesus' name I pray. God bless you. I pray that the Lord will touch you and bring you healing anywhere you are sick. In Jesus' mighty name, receive a touch from the Lord. And may you be covered every now and then. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray with thanksgiving. Amen. God bless you. It has been God's servant, Prophet Shine Agbeko. God bless you. I'll come your way again. Stay tuned. In Jesus' name, amen. Hello. Welcome to Time with P.S. I would like us to read 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 5. I am reminded of your sincere faith, which first lived in your grandmother Lois and in your mother Eunice, and I am persuaded now lives in you also. Father, speak to us in the language you understand. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Paul saw the unfeigned faith in Timothy. Then he traces it back to his mother and then to his grandmother. So the grandmother found Christ, had faith in Christ, transferred it to her daughter Eunice, and Eunice also grew in faith, had the unfeigned faith, and she also planted it in his son, Timothy. And Paul saw that the faith that Timothy had was the same faith his mother had, and was the same faith his grandma also had. This is why many of us are Christians today because our parents were Christians. Just a few are first-hand Christians. And so many times children take after their parents. So what the father does, what the mother does is what the child will also do. So it is possible that if your mother is a Christian you will automatically be a Christian because scripture said train up a child the way he should go that when he grows he will not depart from it so Timothy's mother was trained up by his grandmother and she grew in the faith and she also trained her son who also grew in faith and so everybody now sees 
and know that this has been the third generation of faith. I am a Christian because my mother, my parents were Christians. And so it behoves on me to transfer that which I received to my children. And my children too will transfer to their children and then it goes on and on and on. May it not be said of you that the fate ended with you and you did not transfer it. And so this is what we have to look at and this is what we have to work at. Making sure that our children and the people around us don't stop serving God because of us. But rather, they should look at us and want to serve our God and even do better. The faith shouldn't die with you. So the grandmother did so well, kept the faith, gave it to her daughter, who also kept the faith, and then gave it to their son, who also was doing so well and Paul saw it and said this could be only a faith you receive from your mother which was transferred to her by her mother my message is that it's possible I know we are in hard times and the world is hard and all that and all weird things are happening around us but it's very possible that you train up your children in the fear of the Lord it's possible you can transfer the faith to your children and my prayer for you is that above all else your children after you are dead and gone will also keep the faith and be so strong in the faith that they too will transfer to their children in the name of Jesus. And this can be the greatest legacy you can leave for your children. Not the houses, not the cars, not the education. All those things are good. But the best of all is when you are able to transfer your faith to your children. May your faith be solid. May your faith attract your children. May your faith attract your children's children. In the name of Jesus. I pray that you train up your children. Raise them up in the fear of the Lord. Where they too will be strong Christians. Snatching people from hell. And leading them into the path of life. In the name of Jesus. God bless you. And I pray for strength. That your faith will attract your children. In the name of Jesus. God bless you. It has been God's servant, Prophet Shine Agbeko. I will come your way again. God bless you. In Jesus' name. Amen.